What's up, world? This is Danny, uh, obviously. We're back in the studio today, and we've got, uh, excuse me, Kelsey Robinson here with us. She is uh, got a pretty rough story from what little I've heard about it and everything. And uh, like I say, I, I always say that I like to know the minimal amount of what's going on with this story. That way it's new to me just as it, just as it is new to everybody that's listening to it. So uh, we'll get right into it. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, now, it, you showed interest, I believe, in coming on the podcast first, right? And yeah. Then yeah, my mom Your mom it. got and, up with me. And, yeah, my mom actually mentioned it to me, and I was like, that sounds like something that could probably help somebody. Yeah, yeah. Because... You never know what really what anybody's going through. You really don't know what people's going through. Uh, it's kind of, it's a scary thing. Terrifying. Terrifying what people go through with domestic abuse and stuff like that. So I believe this will be a real good episode. So you just go ahead and lay it out and start wherever you want to start. And we'll just sit back and listen. Well, I guess it all started when I was, I'll start from the beginning. It all started when I was 17. I was still in high school and I was actually staying with a friend and we was doing what every other teenager did, Mm -hmm. partying and stuff, you know, raising hell, doing that. Yeah. And we went to a party and I had met this guy and we got together. It was actually at his house and we got together after we talked for a little bit and we, you know, got together and... We were together for four or five years. Mm-hmm. And about four months in is when it got back. Four months in? Yeah. So that was pretty quick. Yeah. It escalated pretty <clears throat> quickly. His, yeah. his family didn't want us together, especially his daddy. Yeah. So, and I stuck with him all through that. And we'll skip to the really bad part because... He would like his part. It's bad. Yeah. But it's not as bad mm-hmm. as what happened after. Okay. That. Yeah. Whatever that you want. Whatever you want to do is fine with me. But I'll be honest. I shouldn't have done this. Mm-hmm. But I dated his cousin. Okay. After him. Okay. Okay. Well. We got together, like, I guess me and his cousin had been split up maybe almost a year and a half, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, we, got, we, got, we went to a horse show in Knott County. Uh-huh. Me and him did. We what we see me and this guy was best friends for nine years before we ever dated. Okay. And um, we got to, we went to horse ride together just as friends, mm-hmm. and we come back together as a couple. And uh, I'm like, <clears throat> I didn't wait or anything. I immediately just I trusted him. Yeah. I really did. He was he was my best friend. Well, you known him for a long time. Yeah. Even to the, even 
when I was little growing up, like even when I was like this tall, you know what I mean? Yeah. We grew up riding horses together. Yeah. And stuff. It like it none of it made sense to me and how he treated me. And uh but about I honestly that traumatized me so bad, I can't remember when it got bad, but I can tell you stories about like what happened throughout the whole relationship. Okay. All right. Like well, <clears throat> There was one time we we were arguing so bad that I was running from him through the house. And I ran into a door frame. Mm-hmm. And I actually have a scar on my leg from it. Yeah. I had to go to the hospital and get stitches and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I, and I hit a nail and it went through my pants leg and cut. Like I got hung and it cut me. And I, I, was, I had so much adrenaline running through my body yeah. that I didn't feel it. Yep. And like that, my only focus was to keep that door shut to mm. keep him from getting to me. That's the only thing I could think about. And finally, I got up. And they, I was in another bedroom, and it had a bathroom in it on the side. Yeah. And I run to it, and he he eventually got he come through and he ripped the door off and. Mm-hmm. I remember when I realized that I was cut, I was running back through the house after he got me out of the bathroom. I got loose. We was in the bath, was tussling and fighting in the yeah. bedroom, and I got loose. And um, I had realized that when he slammed <coughs> me up against his truck, that my leg was cut, and I started screaming at him, telling him to stop. Yeah. And he had he stopped, of course. Thank God. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, he had to pack me. He well, he put me in the truck, and he took me down there to his granny's house, and his papa took me to the hospital, and we stitched my leg up. That's what happened. That was one of the really, really bad times. Mm-hmm. And like he would start, like before it actually got got to like physical abuse it got to where he was like calling me a bitch horse let this that and the other first mental Mental abuse abuse was first yeah and then he started leaving me at the house by myself of the night going coon hunting oh yeah as he would call it i don't really know if he was a hunter or not i don't know right but you had a sneaking suspicion (sighs) yeah i did going on yeah and uh (laughs) He started leaving me at the house by myself a lot, and he he even took my phone from me. Like a child, like a parent with a child. Yeah. Like, so this is just establishing dominance over you and trying yeah. to break you down. Yeah, and he he, he like my mom and my and my stepdad at the time. Um, my mom hadn't heard from me in like three weeks mm-hmm. because he had had my phone. I wasn't like I couldn't touch my phone. I couldn't talk to my friends. I couldn't. Wow. I, I mean, like even my best friend come looking for me, and I wasn't allowed to go to the door. God, my. And like my mom showed up that night, and she was crying. Yeah. And I felt so bad. Mm-hmm. I, I just and I got. Take your time. No rush. Like, he kept me from my whole family. Like, it was, 
it was intense and then then it got really really bad um he broke my face he broke both sides of my jaws he broke them through here and he broke my face up through here wow. and when i went to the when i went to the doctor up to the doctor they were like who fucked you up and i was like mm -hmm. oh my god yeah i was like this is not the time to play right you're over here yeah like that's a hard hit to break somebody's jawbone yeah um it took him three hits i remember and i'll i'll just tell the whole story like i had packed i was leaving like i was done yeah like all my stuff <laughs> was packed every single bit of it was packed up and I had my car loaded down and my grandma had just passed away the one that raised me so I had had stuff of hers in there and I had went back in to double check to make sure that I didn't leave anything yeah. and when I went back in to double check that's where I fucked up yeah yeah that's where I met that's I mean that's where I that's where I completely that's where I completely fucked up at yeah because when I walked back in there because I'd had stuff in the other bedroom next to our bedroom. Mm -hmm. I went in there and then I went back into where our bedroom was to make sure I didn't leave anything because I was not coming back for anything. Yeah. Like, there was no way. Yeah. And um, I remember my, I, I didn't, my car wasn't started or anything. He said something to me. There's something like, he said, I actually, I can remember what he said. Because, I mean, this is something you don't forget. Mm -hmm. He said, I want to know, I just wanted to know what my cousin's seconds was like. And I was like. Wow. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Now. So I had my car keys in my hand. So I just hit him in the chest with my car keys. And that's how it all started. And, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. But that run all through my body as it would anybody yeah like who wouldn't it mm -hmm. and he took my head and tried to he he took my head just i can't remember which side it was i want to say that it was this side and run it tried to run it through a wall you know how there's like stilts or yeah. you know what i'm talking about yeah. Oh, yeah yeah well my head hit one of those stilts and when it did it broke my face oh my and i God. started and i just started spitting up blood and like we like like i had to scream at him like i grabbed him by his face man and like just screamed at him was like dude stop i was like stop so you stop, thought he was gonna stop. kill you yeah yeah I, like, I was scared yeah i was like i didn't know i didn't know if i was gonna i didn't know if i was gonna walk out of there alive or not i didn't know if i like i had no idea and then when you really think you love somebody, you'll do anything to cover for them. You really will, because yeah. I did. You covered for him? Yeah, I did. Um, I let him run my car over a hill. And now, we said that I wrecked my car. Now, why would he do that? Try to... Keep you from going anywhere? To keep, 
know, to keep it from looking like he done it. Oh. He run my car over a hill <clears throat> to keep it from looking like he broke my face. When, oh, okay. When it didn't make you. no, like, and then when my stepdad, like, after I got to the hospital and stuff that night, he done it. He wouldn't, he wouldn't come nowhere near my family. Like, he just made, he stated the, he stated the fucking obvious. Yeah. And then my stepdad called my mom mm-hmm. and was like, Gilberta, oh, can I? Gilberta, that's my mom. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, called my mom, and my stepdad was like, there's blood on the steps. All of her stuff is packed in her car. He's like, none of this makes any sense. Yeah. And he had it put together before I even told anybody, and I just kept denying it, kept denying it. So he had the whole story pre-planned out ready to go like i don't think that he planned to break my face i don't i really don't i think like yeah he he hit me on purpose yeah oh yeah obviously but he didn't there's i don't my the him breaking my face i don't think that was planned yeah but the whole wrecking the car thing mm-hmm. yeah we we planned that out we did yeah like i will own up to that because <clears throat> i like like i said when you think you love somebody you'll do anything yeah to i've them. seen instances of that before <sighs> in people yeah like we would oh my god i remember i come home one time Hey, I was getting a new. T- I have tattoos like everywhere. Like I have half sleeve yeah. here, you know. Mm-hmm. When I come home with this tattoo, it's my grandma's birthday. Okay. This little one right here. Yeah. When I come home with it, he slammed me up against a wall over it. Over a tattoo. Yeah. After he knew where I was going. Yeah. Like, why are you mad, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> like. So it's amazing to me that you were together. Like friends for how long did you say? Nine Eight, years. Nine years. Yeah, best and friends. He never put like anything out there that he might be this way, and, and no warning signs, no nothing like that. And then as soon as you was boyfriend girlfriend, he flipped. Yeah. He flipped. Yeah, he got. I couldn't wear. I couldn't wear jeans with holes in them. I couldn't wear leggings. Uh, I could wear sweatpants. I couldn't wear shorts. I could wear jeans that didn't have holes in them. Um, I couldn't wear tank tops. I could wear t-shirts and like t-shirts, and that was about it. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, you know, like I was like that was limited things that I could do. Um, like I said, he kept me away from my family, my friends. Like it was just and, held you hostage, pretty much. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Like when when his cousin was living with us at one point i beat the hell out of his cousin one time too <laughs> i did because his cousin said that i was cheating on him yeah yeah and i wasn't because uh-huh. i'd I, me and my step they <laughs> i give my stepdad a ride to the store because i finally one day i was like i'm going i'm going to my grandma's grave that's the only place that i could go in peace wow 
like and my stepdad had asked me for a ride that day so i snuck and went and got him yeah. and gave him a ride and his his uncle seen me and was like seen me with my stepdad and i was like oh shit yeah i was like this is gonna be a shit show so you knew it was ready. coming i knew it was coming yeah and his uncle told his cousin that i was out with another man and i was a liar that that wasn't my stepdad and this that and the other so i just beat the hell out of his cousin i look what <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. i didn't i didn't like something in me snapped like i i just couldn't well, control it anybody can only take so much you know before you do snap you know there's a lot of situations in in instances like these where people suffering from domestic abuse or mental mental abuse usually it goes hand in hand mental abuse and, and domestic you know physical abuse and stuff from what i've read anyway and uh it's it's kind of a a stereotypical pattern that these men and 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 women do yeah. you know they start off real good yeah couldn't ask for no no better person to be with just a perfect picture of what you want in somebody boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever and then as soon as they get a title on you boyfriend girlfriend wife husband whatever that may be that's when it spirals out of control and they think of you not as a partner or boyfriend girlfriend whatever they think of you as a possession like you're mine and I'm going to beat you down and mold you into what I want you to be. It's scary stuff. It's it's a little it's a whole lot psychotic behavior that these people yeah have and uh it happens a lot. Yeah. It happens a lot more than you think. Um I got friends that come out and told me things that's happened to them before and I'm just like you never told me that before, you know, I guess. And they don't talk about it. Like a lot of people won't talk about it, and I yeah. like I don't care to like. Do you think it's out? I mean, like having gone through it, why do you feel like, or maybe you can't really say because you are so willing to talk about it? But why do you think somebody wouldn't be, wouldn't want to talk about it? Is it embarrassment or uh, is it fear out of the person that they was with that done the abusing? Or I mean, what do you think would cause somebody not to? I'm a mixture of all of it. I think <coughs> excuse me. Sometimes you just don't get believed. Okay. Yeah. You just that you makes just sense. don't get believed by that makes I mean sense. you just I mean your friends should believe you. I mean my oh, yeah. my friends believe me 100%. Yeah. What few I do have <laughs> yeah. which is like maybe two. Yeah. Two. I got two real friends. Keep your circle small, is mm. what I say. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's very small. <laughs> Mine is too, trust me. Yeah. Well, I would imagine so after having gone through something like that. Oh, yeah. And it's crazy to think that one of my very, very best friends, which after I leave here, this is where I'm going, mm -hmm. is his cousin. Really? <laughs> yes, really. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. That's crazy to think too, but she's great. Now, how long ago did this happen? Or how, like, when did it start? When did it end? It actually happened on July 28th of 2019. Yeah, see, that's something else that I noticed with people that suffer this. They need to know exact dates when yep. the first instance of something like that happened. They yep. And I had my first surgery, well, I, the first and only surgery, because I will not, I just, I have metal, like metal plates 
like all through my face and caused from, by that yeah wow. they they uh cut me <gasps> from here to here and stretched my face out oh my and put plates and screws and all kinds of stuff in there and that's wild i'm i was supposed to have went back last fall to have a metal plate on this side removed hmm. and um i still ain't went because i'm i'm terrified <laughs> yeah like i don't want to relive that you, know? you just kind of want to put it behind you yeah because i mean do you think that that having to go through that surgery would bring back all those bad memories yeah laying there and like this is why i'm having to do this because of what i went through yeah that's then. that's the worst part because you're just like just like before they even done the surgery on me it took them an hour to get me out of the bathroom because i sat in there crying because i knew why i was there yeah yeah i would imagine but, that all those just come flooding back to you but it's crazy i think i had my first surgery on september 16th of 2019 and then i had a nephew born september on september 16th and now he's two really <laughs> yeah hmm. the way god flips things yeah, awesome. yeah. <laughs> kind of makes you makes you think that he's forcing those bad bad th- yeah. bad ones out of there yep and replacing it with something good yep I guarantee that's exactly what it is. <laughs> but, you know, something, having gone through something like that, I would expect to take years. Maybe, you, I mean, you'll probably never get over that. No. I don't, I don't put, put it, I mean, make you sad or anything. You know what? But, Honestly, <clears throat> I don't think I'll ever get over it because we were best friends. Yeah. First. I, would, does that hurt you more? That hurts more than, than any, yeah. Than, the whole thing anything because yeah. i mean i could i could go to that boy and talk to him i used to go and we would sit in his driveway and smoke pot and just yeah. sit there yeah. and get into deep conversations just about like every night after my grandma passed away like the night my grandma passed away that's the first place i went was yeah. his house i showed up we wasn't even that was before we got together yeah so i can i can see that it hurting you more because he's such a close for i mean your best friend right yeah for nine years yeah and for somebody that close to you to be capable of such violent things yeah it, that would hurt very very bad yeah it's that's what that's what really hurts the most and i think he i think he knows that mm-hmm. because i honestly if you want the truth i think that's what because that when he he did cry when he broke my face, but that don't mean shit to me. No. You know what I'm no. saying? That don't mean shit to me. No. But I know we were better off. I wish we would have just kept it as best friends because probably if we would have kept it that, yeah. we probably still would be best friends to this day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Do you are you uh, are you opposed to having another best friend that's a guy now, or would, is that something that you would still do? Or does that turn you against having <clears throat> male friends or best friends? Well, I had one after him, but we don't talk anymore because he's married. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, to this girl that I guess she, I don't know what happened. Right. I honestly don't know. If she don't like me. I've never even talked to her, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, at this point, I don't, I don't, I don't have any guy best friends really. Yeah. You think that's why? Afraid maybe that'll yeah that vicious cycle will come back around. Oh yeah. How is your trust issues with like people in general? 
I jump most of the time. Like if you like say that I'm talking to somebody new, you know, yeah. or like you know, like talk talking to somebody new, yeah. like and they go to put their arm around me or something, I jump. Well, yeah. Personally, I do. Understand. Or if they go to like hold my hand or something, I jump. Or I don't take compliments. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't do good with it. I just. Yeah. I. I just about. I just recently got out of a relationship back in May. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, and he kicked me out in the middle of the night with nowhere to go. Really? Yes. With three dogs in my car. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Two well, pit bulls and a toy poodle. <laughs> uh, that that wasn't an abusive relationship or anything, was it? It's just uh, no, kind of being mean. No, that was just that was that was just him being his him and his dad. <laughs> oh, okay. That thinks he's Billy badass. Oh, okay. Being an asshole. Just being a dick. <laughs> yeah, thinks just because he's done this, this, and this that he can do yeah. whatever he wants to. Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> that family right there let me tell you right oh, now yeah. cuckoo <laughs> it's a bad situation it's uh besides his mother his mother wonderful lady oh really yes wonderful lady love her what about that so the vast difference between the three I still to this day I'm so here like how did they even end up together yeah you know like yeah such a sweet person and his his dad really was a true blue prick like when i was moving out his dad called me a bitch and everything i just i just snickered and went on yeah because it took me two weeks to get my stuff out of his house because the bed was mine like but everything the washer the dryer was mine dude like like (laughs) so they lost a lot when they lost you yeah Yeah, they honestly, he lost his whole house when I left. Sounds like it. Yeah, because he was living with me at first. Okay. And then, see, we met at my at one of my old jobs that I had. Okay. So, and then we stayed together for about a little bit over a year. Yeah. So, that was, that was, it wasn't that bad, but he, he could be a dick sometimes. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, he had his days, but he was good to me for the most part. We broke up, but it was just big misunderstanding mm-hmm. one night and he got he was bad for getting mommy and daddy involved and that shit killed me too yeah like you don't, they do don't that. need to be involved in your no this is grown-up people shit like we yeah. don't yeah no yeah i don't understand that either you know once you're involved with somebody in a relationship they need to keep everybody else out of it it oh, shows yeah. a real level of immaturity to bring your parents involved uh, get them involved in it you know because they're more often than not they're going to take their kids side regardless of what you have to say yeah even when i was with my uh, best friend of nine years um i still i wouldn't tell my parents anything i wouldn't i didn't tell anybody that anything was really going on mm-hmm. you know they just thought uh, well they uh, of course they knew something was going on when my phone when i went de- disappeared off the face of the planet for three weeks to a month at a time yeah when my phone got took from me now that's when everything Man. like that's wild i mean i know that it may seem it may seem strange to bring up taking your phone from you but that really I think it's important for people to understand that taking your phone from a grown woman is very psychologically damaging, you know, mm-hmm. because it it's not only stupid, 
it's belittling you. Yeah. It's taking, essentially, uh, cutting you off from everybody because everybody knows we all rely on these things right here. Yep. So when you take somebody's phone, you're taking their way of getting help pretty much completely. Yeah. You know, now, and then there's the physical violence and stuff like that that people's got to deal with. But that's a psychological game, taking your phone, uh, not allowing you to see anybody or, or go anywhere. That's all psychological. He would take my breakdown. pistol from me, too. I had a pistol. That was pretty smart. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably very smart of him, honestly, because, yeah. <laughs> because you know, if I would have my pistol at the time that he was. Yeah, see, I was moving out, and he had called my mom and told her that he wasn't giving my pistol back just yet. You know, he wanted yeah. somebody to come pick it up. I guess because he was, he was scared that... I would have been. He That was before he had broke my jaws because we had been arguing down there at his mama's house before yeah. we had went up there, and then it got bad, you know, like it. It's just... It's, it, I'm so traumatized from it. I, like, I remember, like, bits and pieces of things mm. from that relationship and like just I, I guess that it does that to you now what is your anxiety like caused by this i mean i have to take clonopins twice a day because of it really really mm. twice a day i have to take it yeah but here recently i've been uh cutting myself back uh-huh. and i've been trying to at least just take it once a day well, that's smart. Don't don't quit it cold turkey. No, you know that's that's very dangerous. I usually take it before I go to bed in the night. But if I'm working, I do take it. Which yeah. I've been off work for. Well, let's see. We're off work for eleven days. The second will be eleven days that we're off. So yeah, yeah. Any time that you are in, on anything like that, uh, it is very dangerous to go off of it cold turkey. Oh yeah. Yeah, there was many years ago, there was a boy that I went to school with that was on something for anxiety. Yeah. And he took he, he just went off of it cold turkey, and they found him at the bottom of a pond. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm also on uh, <clears throat> Neurotins. Oh, yeah. For my face, because I, right now, honestly, <laughs> my face is numb from here over because of all that. So you've got... It's 90% something. nerve damage. Yeah. Yeah. So that's gonna I, will that be like forever? Yeah, because they told me after they told me after I got out of surgery, I do remember this much. They said um, that if but the feeling in my face is it come back in two years, then it's not coming back at all. It's been four. So it's not coming back. It's not coming back because they told me they done ninety percent nerve damage to my face. And he hit you three times. Three times. My head up against the wall. So, yeah, now that's important that you say that. Your head was against the wall, so there was no give. No, he did not. He, he did was not. hitting your face and your head against the wall. No, he took my head and tried to smash it through the wall. Okay. Yeah, and it there got was me by the... behind that wall. Yeah. Yeah. So and then a, I remember... God almighty. I remember when he finally, <clears throat> like, finally he stopped. When he, he threw that third hit, he stopped, and I fell and I hit the ground, and my shoulder knocked a hole in the bottom of the wall where it was just drywall yeah i knocked a hole in the bottom of the wall i do remember that much too wow yeah i like and then like i remember we walked to the bathroom and i was like babe babe stop 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 
I was like, there's something wrong with my face. There's something wrong. I was tripping. I was tripping out. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get him to calm down, too. That's why I was calling him babe. I was, I was really done with him. I was done with his ass. I was yeah. just trying to get him to chill out and leave me alone. Yeah. So, but um, I just started spitting up blood, and he was, he was like, you're fine. You're fine. We're not. He didn't want me to go to the hospital. He didn't want me anything like. I remember I went to Manchester Hospital first, Manchester, Kentucky Hospital. And then they were like, we're going to have to send her to um, Lexington to a specialist. So they did. Yeah. And my doctor's name, well, it was awesome. She was, she was from like England, I think. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she was in Lexington. Her name was Champagne. Really? Yes. That's a cool name. I think so, too. Champagne. Yeah, she, I remember she come in and she said, it's 4 o'clock in the morning and you got me out of bed. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Champagne. I hey, was girl. like, I'm That's sorry. Cool <laughs> they had me doped up, of course, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because they were trying to, because I remember laying in the, ho- I do remember laying in the hospital bed after they had done my x-rays and I was just praying. I was like, please. Please don't be broke. Please don't be broke. Please, because yeah. my biggest fear, I'd never broke a bone a day in my life, mm-hmm. ever. Like, and for someone else to do it for me, yeah. that's not quite fair. No. <laughs> Why couldn't I just done it my damn self? Yeah, yeah. If you want to break a bone, you do it yourself, doing something stupid. Yeah. Now, uh, I would imagine you probably suffered a concussion from that. I didn't, actually. You didn't? Mm-mm. Okay. That's uh, that's something else. Is I mean, can you put into words like I know that you said earlier that you you always took up for him and made excuses for yeah, him did. and stuff like that. Was that to try to get on his good side, or was you like legitimately? I love you. I'm I'm. I'll do anything to I was le- make up for you. I was legitimately like I love you. Like I would do anything to take up for you. That Even was though me. all that was going on. Yeah. I just, I thought that I loved him. Yeah. I really, I don't think that I did, though. I loved him as, like, I, I loved him as my best friend. I think it was maybe an infatuation instead of yeah. being in love with him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think maybe it's because of the nine-year-long friendship I, that you were so attached to him that maybe you couldn't believe it was even happening. So maybe that. Maybe that was the whole reason why that you were so adamant about taking up for him because you knew him as this other person yeah. before this person showed his face. Right, because he was, he was the perfect guy, best friend. Like I, I went to him about everything. I went to him about my guy problems before. Yeah. Like everything. Like it's really un- unreal. Like it really blew my mind that he told me that way. But it still does. Yeah. Like, till this day, like, I wonder how he lives with himself. Oh, yeah. Or if he even thinks about it. Yeah. I I tell you what, I think, in my opinion, and my opinion may not not mean much in this type of conversation, because, again, I've never been involved in a situation like that. But uh, I know of people... That has done things to women, beat them, beat beat up on them and stuff. You hear it all over. You know this county's small. You yeah. hear things. They uh, more often than not, 
they can get over it pretty easily. And that's because if they don't have a conscience. Now, I'm not saying he hasn't got over it or has got over it, but uh, if they haven't, it's probably because they've got some type of chemical imbalance or something wrong in that part of the brain where they have no no remorse for the things that they do. I don't know. It's 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 kind of it's scary to think that somebody can do these things and just kind of go through life, yeah, like normal. Um, I just I just don't see how he, I just I can't, I couldn't live with myself. No, I couldn't either. I like knowing that I hurt somebody that bad. I just think yeah. he's in denial about it. Maybe he may be. I think he is. Maybe trying to force the memories out of his head. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I was going to have to see him for the first time in four years a while back because one of our friends uh, actually overdosed. Oh, really? Yeah. That. So, yeah, when I was with his cousin, mm-hmm. we had one of uh, his best friends live with him. And uh, I went to the to the layout, to the awake is what it was called. Yeah. And thank God he he was gone before I got there because it, I waited till like ten or eleven o'clock before I even showed up, thinking, okay, maybe he won't be there, you know. Right. So I was trying to skip it on that, but mm-hmm. I did have to see my very first abuser that night, though, and that felt a different type of way. Your first abuser. Yeah, right the here. when I was seventeen, the, when oh, we first yeah. started the f- five-year relationship. Yeah. That one, I did have to see him for the first time in like six years. What was that like? That was, I didn't speak to him or anything. Mm-hmm. I did speak to his girlfriend. His, I did talk to her. Me and her, she's, she's, she's a, she's a good girl. Yeah. Um. But it didn't. It made me nervous. Obviously, it made it me nervous. But I knew he wasn't going to say anything or do anything, you know, like. Yeah. But it did make me nervous to see him because I'm just like, oh, shit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've been dodging you for years now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here we are. It was, I just I remember I just walked outside and lit a cigarette and. Yeah. Went on. Just... Yeah. That's, that would be, I can't even imagine what that would be like to go through something like that. Break free from it. And then be forced to see him again. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Because I, I never thought that I never thought that I'd lay eyes on him again. Yeah. You know, I didn't. I hadn't been that close to him in six years. I. Hmm. No. Now, do you still live around here? Uh, I live. You don't have to say where specifically. I just live here in Jackson County. I oh, do. You? Yeah. And he does too. Still. No, they're actually both from Clay County. Oh, are they? Yes. Well. Yes, they got are. some distance between. That's exactly why. I, they they don't know where. I, I wouldn't really. I wouldn't be worried about the first one. Mm-hmm. It's the second one that okay. I'd be worried about finding out where I lived. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Because yeah, I don't I want, want to you know. to say where you live. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, you know, abuse towards a, a man or a woman is something I feel like has always happened since man and woman was created yeah. i think that there's been a, a a certain amount of violence between people uh you don't hear off hear it as much coming from the female to the abusing the male part uh, but it does happen i've known people be abused by their wife or girlfriend 
I really have. And it's wild to hear about it because it's just like the story you're telling, only the roles is reversed. They take up for their wife. They make excuses for their wife. They they will do anything and everything to keep them out of trouble or to cover up bruises and stuff like that with whatever they got to do. It's really crazy. I actually, I want to read this right quick. Let me pull this up and I'll put this on the screen for y'all. If you can read that. This is a domestic violence study done by Martin Huker, Kevin King, uh, Gary A. Jordan, and William Smock. This was in April of 23. Family and domestic violence is a common problem in the United States affecting an estimated 10 million people every year. As many as one in four women (laughs) and one in nine men are victims of domestic violence. Virtually all healthcare professionals will at some point evaluate or treat a patient who is a a victim of domestic or family violence. Domestic and family violence includes economic, physical, sexual, emotional, and psychological abuse of children, adults, or elders. Domestic violence causes worsened psychological or physical health, decreased quality of life, decreased productivity, and in some cases, mortality. Domestic and family violence can be difficult to identify. Now, that's something that really stuck out toward me because when you are dealing with family, it may not be as easy to figure out if it's actually happening or what type of abuse it is. Yeah. That's, that's kind of scary to me. I don't, really, I, re- I don't really know what to make of that. It's weird, but it holds. It, it it doesn't discriminate. You know, it can affect anybody, man, woman, child. Yep, it can affect anybody. My mom went through it with my dad. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. My uh, my mom has a scar on her face right here mm-hmm. from uh, he threw a rock at her. And oh hit really? Her the, yeah, hit her in the face with it. Wow. Yeah, they. God. Now, that's something that I wanted to mention. Do you think that – now, I know your mom. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think a lot of your mom. She's a good woman. Do you think that choices in men based on genetics or something like that may play a factor in picking people that that inherently has those kind of traits in them to do things like that or do you think it's just by pure accident because it's there's been people say you know hey if if you've grown up or been part of a a situation where there's violence in the home or violence between an um, uh, a parent or guardian you are uh, so many percent likely to do the same thing or make the same choices. I feel like sometimes the cycle just accidentally repeats itself. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, my mom didn't get any broken bones from my dad or anything like that. But yeah. I feel like <clears throat> I had it a little bit harder than she did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just a little bit. Not, you know. Yeah, yeah. But she would probably agree. I'd say so. Yeah. So. But I think it the cycle just accidentally repeats itself sometimes. Cause uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, but that guy that did break my face, his his dad is crazy. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, yeah. like one time, I, this is when I should have known. Yeah. This is when his dad, one time, this is when me, 
my boyfriend at the time and the guy that broke my face, which was his cousin, you know what I mean? Uh Uh-huh. Does that make sense? Yeah. Trying to make sense over here. Oh, yeah. Um, Well, his dad, me and my boyfriend at the time was up there, and his dad had just gotten into a fight with his girlfriend and cut her hair out with a knife. And I was like, wow, what with the a fuck? Knife. And the next thing I know, we're running down the holler with pot plants trying to hide them because she's calling the law. <laughs> God almighty. <laughs> That's when I should have known that I need to get away from this yeah. family. Yeah. <laughs> I've been a little bit of warning sign there. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> But, you know, again, how old was you then? I was probably 18, 19. So, see, 18, 19, you ain't trying to figure things out, really. You're just out there having fun. Yeah. And I know from my background that drama and dealing and doing things like that is was fun as stupid and as crazy as that sounds being involved in situations like that we thought it was a blast oh yeah you know i know that sounds stupid and everybody's gonna be like nanny you're an idiot but (laughs) if people out there listening is honest with themselves they'll agree with me yeah well 17 18 19 year olds you're out there raising hell praising dale (laughs) exactly and you're not worried about consequences nope you sure the hell late because <laughs> I remember what I used to be like, and now I question on. After I went to jail, I completely changed. Oh, I did too. After I went to jail, I completely changed into this person who just, I don't know, I won't like, I get paranoid about every little thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Going to jail was the best thing ever happened to me. And my wife, of course. <laughs> oh, my goodness. She straightened me up big time because I. Everybody knows the story. I ain't going to get into it. But I, I've known my wife my whole life. Right. And I always wanted to be with her. So I was willing to give up anything to be with her. So I did. <laughs> <laughs> and she only hits me every now and then. <laughs> you saw the big bean bag out there when you yeah. walked in. I told you, I was like, that's where I sleep when I get in trouble. <laughs> but no, she's a good woman. But it's crazy stuff to hear about what people go through. Yeah, I uh, honestly, I remember after he broke my jaws, I tried to commit suicide. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I won't lie to you. I, I was, I took off in my car and uh, I had my gun on me. Hmm. And uh, I remember my gun just jammed. So you pulled the trigger. Yeah, it jammed. And I remember after that, I called my mom. And that's when she was like, all right, we got to get you some help. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And uh, we went to the doctor. And that's when I got prescribed. Because I, I told my doctor what had happened. I didn't tell her that how my face had got broken mm. yet but she asked me what I had took before I had come in and I told her and I, I took what I had said I was on Yeah. and uh, 
to prescribe them to me because that's the I mean I told her I was like the only way I'm talking to you right now with a straight face is because I took half of a I guess I wouldn't even taken whole ones at that time I, that's the first time I ever took one honestly yeah uh I broke it in half took half of it yeah and then took 800 milligram neurotin before I went so I wouldn't be like shaking and like, yeah. freaking out on my mm. mom and all that but so uh, you that's how far you went yeah to trying to take yeah. yourself out yeah and the gun jammed yeah that's unreal that is god that's wild yeah it was a pink nine millimeter i still got it really you yeah. still got it i still got it to this day yep that's something else yep i still got it do you pack it or is it like a, uh, I a keep, symbol well I quit. I actually bought me a new Glock, a Glock 93X mm-hmm. back in April for my birthday. It's got roses engraved on it and all kinds of stuff. And uh, I put that one up because I was like, yeah, kind of maybe a bad omen. I was just like, I don't <laughs> want to pack this anymore. Yeah. It may be a good idea to keep it, though, for real. I mean, because it's kind of, it may be one of those things to let you know, hey, I was at that point one time. Yeah. And I'm not now. Yeah, I won't get rid of it. They know no, I, I wouldn't either. I would keep it. Mm-mm, because it was actually a gift from somebody. Okay. Somebody yeah. had gifted it to me after my grandmother had passed away. Yeah. Because I was, my mom was working uh, nights. Yeah. So I was at home alone a lot of the night time yeah. by myself. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I didn't, I didn't own a gun or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. So. He got me a gun. He's actually my roommate now. Oh, right really? Now. Yeah. Yeah, he's actually my roommate now. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, I mean, he, he's actually the, well, I said I didn't have a guy best friend. Actually, I have one, my roommate. Yeah. I forgot about him there for a second because yeah. we've been, I don't know, I just. Well, this is a lot to go over. Yeah. It's it's understandable to get scatterbrained going through something like this, so yeah. Yeah. He's about the only guy I really, really trust, though. So. Yeah. Well, it's really great that you're able to do that. Yeah. Because this wasn't that long ago. Mm-mm. You know, I mean, I don't know how old you are now, but uh, you're still pretty young, obviously. I'm 27. So, yeah, that's not so distant past that this happened, you know. Yeah. It's really great that you've tore down the walls enough to allow people into your life again. Yeah. Like, it's still scary, like... Like getting in a relationship with somebody is terrifying. Yeah. You don't know, like, you don't know people until after like at least a couple months. Oh, uh, oh yeah, or longer. Or longer. Maybe or longer. nine years. <laughs> I mean, for real, yeah. he may have been putting on a fake that whole time. I mean, you really, uh, you never really know about people. This day and age, uh. People will do whatever they got to do to gain your trust. And then they'll shove that knife in your back and they'll twist that blade. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, that's the, just the type of person I am. That's my outlook on people. That's why I say my circle is very small. Mm-hmm. You know, I speak to everybody. I, I love a lot of people. I, I will talk to anybody. But I'm always prepared for them to do me wrong. Oh, yeah, I am too. That's why my guard's up so bad and... When I try to talk to new guys now, it's, they're just like, what is wrong with you? And I'm just like, God, I got If you only knew. 
like if you only knew like do i really have to explain myself again well you shouldn't have to i mean who's gonna expect you some guy come up and be like hey you know kelsey's really standoffish you know she's really cold i don't know really what to do or what to say you can't go through this whole thing with them they just need to and this is coming from a man to a woman they need to just understand that's how you are. Don't get in your business about it. And you have no obligation to say anything to them or tell them any reason for how you are or what you think. Right. Just, I, just be you. And, like, when people do ask me, it's, like, it's hard to explain, you know. Yeah. Like, I'm just, like, I don't really know what to say. Well, they shouldn't. You shouldn't. That's what I'm saying. There's no need. There's no need for you to go through it because all it does is dredge up bad memories. Yeah. They just need to accept you for who you are. And if they don't like it, kick rocks. Yep. Pretty much. Yep, you look at it. <laughs> yeah, that is the way you got to look at it. You know, take me as I am or go go screw yourself. Yeah. You know. But I've uh, people say I've got a bad outlook on things. But that's, that's because of the things I've went through. Yeah, I understand life. that. Yeah. I just... I don't know. People's like, you don't trust as easy anymore. I'm like, no. Who would? I'm not a fucking doormat anymore either. Mm -hmm. There's two types of people. I've said this for years, and I heard this from a comedian one time, and it it hit me like a ton of bricks. He said, "There's two types of people in this world." He said, "There's people that, when the shit hits the fan, they just stand there and get covered with it." Yep. And then there's people that, when the shit hits the fan, they'd step to the side and let it go on past them that's the type of person i try to be that which means i'm all the time anticipating what's going to happen and i'd say that's the way you are too especially with men yeah especially with men i'm i I predict it like Mm -hmm. i am i can tell you when like i when i know when someone's getting ready to dip on me I'm that bad. Mm-hmm. Like I can tell, so I'll I'll just leave first mm-hmm. before they even get the chance to. I'm like, all right, bye. Yeah, I'm done. I don't blame you. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's it's uh, it's a way of protecting yourself, and you got to because as time goes on, people's getting worse and worse. Unfortunately. Oh yeah, I just that's that's like I have interest with being with someone else but mm-hmm. i want i also want some time to myself you know oh yeah you especially after i just got out of that one relationship back in may that i was with him for like a year a year and a yeah. half something like that well you mean him even have matching tattoos like oh yeah yeah <laughs> that's it <laughs> that's how far we went we yeah well you can get that covered up <laughs> i had to hopefully one it's up. right here it's a ghost Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a ghost. We we had we had, uh, actually we raised a pit bull named Ghost, and I took that motherfucker when I left <laughs> too, because that was my dog. <laughs> That's the only reason he'd let yeah. me ever come back home is he'd be like, "All right, I'm getting the dog, and I'm gonna he'd probably kill me in my sleep." Is that no, you say it's a pit bull? Huh? Pit bull? Did you say? Yeah. That's a good name for a pit bull. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a blue nose. Oh, they're beautiful. He's dog. white. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I love him. He's, he's my little protector, I swear. I'll guarantee it. Oh, yeah. Like, 
my ex could act like he was going to hit me. Like, he yeah. taught him that. Yeah. He would teach him to, uh, if someone was going to hurt, like, act like they was going to hurt me or hurt me to mm-hmm. eat them up, oh, yeah. you know, over her. And he would, like, he would lift his hand up and ghosts would go absolutely crazy. I'd say so. He would. And uh, I keep that dog right in the house with me. Don't blame you a bit. Yep. I would. Sure do. I don't blame you a bit. Domestic violence is bad. Uh, That's why I always pack a gun and I got a pit bull. Heck yeah. <laughs> I'm a big proponent of packing a firearm everywhere you go. Oh, yeah. You can't even go to Walmart anymore. You can't. Did you hear about that guy in Richmond, Walmart the other day? It was on the news. Walked in the front doors of Walmart. And other people listening may have seen this on the news. It was on LEX or one of the news stations. But it was in Richmond. Walked in in front of all them people standing there in the front entrance of Walmart and just started cutting himself, slicing himself <gasps> up and stabbing himself like with double fisted. Boom, 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 oh boom. Oh my goodness. Just making a sprinkler out of himself right in the middle of when you first walk through the doors. I'm like, what in the heck is happening to people? They're going insane. And it's just a tale of the times. You know, people's. Yeah. There's so much evil in the world and so much bad, people really don't know how to take it. So people, I call it the pussification of of America. People cannot take nothing no more, you know, uh, as far as just general life, you know, everyday life, they can't take it. So people's inherently getting weaker and weaker as time goes on and they can't, they can't take anything, you know? Yeah. I mean, imagine walking into Walmart. And no doubt he was off his rocker, you know, and just start slicing yourself up and stabbing yourself. He was completely That's off crazy. his rocker. But that happened. It was like a couple of weeks ago. <clears throat> I read it. And I was That's, like, Jesus Christ. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. That's wild stuff. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I know this hasn't been easy for you to tell. Is there anything else you want to tell? Anything else you can say, whatever? Because we got, I mean, I can go, he, I can go, we're going to go. The guy that broke my face, when my when one of my best friends had her little girl, <clears throat> I went to the hospital to uh, see her little girl. Yeah. I went by, my, I went by, my, by myself. And um, they, he got mad because his best, okay, his best friend at the time was dating my best friend's little sister. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, they were at the hospital, too, because, of course, I mean, they're going to be there. That's that's her fucking sister having a kid, you know? Yeah. You know, that's my best best fucking friend. Like, Mm -hmm. of course I'm going to go see the baby because she has three, and I've seen it. I went every time that she she had them, I went straight to the hospital. Right after she had them, you know what I mean? And I wasn't missing that. But you best believe when I got back, I got my ass beat just because his best friend was there, too. Whooped you over that? Yep. What would he do? Like, just beat you up with his fist? Yeah, smack me around. He also, uh, he accused me of sleeping with his 12-year-old little brother. 12-year-old little brother. Now, that's on a different level of messed up. And he would put, he pushed me around that night and smacked me around and everything else and accused me of it. And I was like, you have lost it. I was like, I don't know what's gotten into you. I was like, but if you think I would mess with your little brother, Mm -hmm. do you think, 
a 20 year old it's 20 year olds 23 year old is gonna mess with a 12 year old yeah you yeah you you're off you're damn rock he's completely went off off the deep end yeah like I said, there's That's such a change. Though. Like once I leave here, I know there's going to be more stories that hit me mm-hmm. because I am just so like traumatized from it. Oh, yeah. It just, you know, it just comes back every once in a while. Like that yeah. one just hit me and the best friend one with the baby just hit me and just, yeah. you know. Well, if you ever get more to tell or more that you're comfortable enough to tell. Yeah. Holler at me. Okay. You're always welcome here to tell it because... Everybody that's come on this podcast has went away a little bit lighter. They've stepped away from the table feeling a little bit lighter. Uh, I think it does a lot of good for people to come and talk because, I mean, it's therapeutic. It really is. I know from my past experiences to get your thoughts and whatever your innermost thoughts out there in the in the ozone, it really helps no matter what it is because i this 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 podcast here, I don't censor nobody. I told you that before we started. Say whatever you want to say. Talk about whatever you want to talk about. Because when it comes to stuff like this, I feel like people are too PG about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing about what you went through that is PG. No. So why try to make it family friendly? when you're talking about it you know what i mean yeah does that make sense there's only certain ways that you can describe having gone through something like this and you're pissed off and mad about it i'm still pissed off i think i'll forever be pissed off i would expect you to be pissed off about it forever you know i would expect you to keep a a wall built up in some way shape or form yeah the rest of your life i will fully you know but uh I had a conversation with somebody on the phone the other day, and uh, they was talking about the podcast and stuff, and they said, you know, they said, you might want to uh, change the content of your of your show, of your podcast. And I said, why? And they said, well, that's a little, you know, for people around here, it's a little edgy, you know, you, you there's, there's people in this tight-knit religious community that isn't used to hearing stories like that and i'm like that's the very problem Mm -hmm. because people just because you're not used to hearing it don't mean that you shouldn't hear it you know i I get people on here that because of blue streak and they tell some very intimate things and very violent things and stuff that's what i want i want this to be a open platform for people to come and tell their deepest darkest secrets whatever they're comfortable enough with talking about and telling me you know but uh people really do feel a big weight off of their shoulders and i hope you do too after i already feel better from talking about it just from well that makes me feel good i hope some i hope it helps somebody i hope somebody sees it and is like you know damn yeah you know well this podcast is heard in 24 different countries so somebody will get something out of it i guarantee it i hope so they will nobody deserves to be treated the way that i was treated no absolutely not uh 
But that's what I told them. I was like, I want this to be different than anything else. I think it's time for people to quit being so PG about such R-rated things that happens to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. I know exactly what you mean. Been there too many times. Yeah. There's a, you know, there's also a lot of people out here that think that you need to just take everything in stride and just, just deal with it the best you can and just be as calm about it. I don't agree with that necessarily. I think that if something like this happens to you, you have a right to be as pissed off about it as you want to be for as long as you want to be, you know? If you want to go break stuff, go break stuff if that, ma- mm-hmm. if that makes you feel better. Because more often than not, the person telling you that you need to calm down and find another way of dealing with this has no clue what, what, what you have been through. No. You'll, you'll never learn anything from anybody that hasn't gone through what you've been through. Right. So I don't take any advice from people that don't know what they're talking about. That's just me, though. <laughs> I don't either. So that's why my circle was so small. Yeah. Because yeah. both my best friends have been through it. So. Mm-hmm. Let's see. That's that. Uh, I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. It's awful. Unfortunately, I don't think it'll ever stop because there's always going to be idiot men and mm-hmm. idiot women mm-hmm. that are just inherently got some screws loose. So I don't know. I know my a few of my exes most definitely had more than a few screws loose. Yeah, they may had a may, they may had a rod knocking. <laughs> <laughs> most definitely, the one that done me the dirtiest that broke my jaws. He 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 had more than a, he probably had a few nod rocking. Yeah, he had a cracked head. <laughs> yeah, he blew. He done blew his gasket. Yeah, off. <laughs> he was he was salvage title. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh. This, that's crazy how people are. But I tell you what, I, I, I know people will will get something out of this. I've got something out of this. I really enjoy listening to people's stories, and I'm just grateful that people's comfortable enough to come talk about it. Uh, it's, it's, it's an awesome thing to hear, and I appreciate you coming and talking about it. I had no problem. I wanted to talk about it. So I was in therapy for, after he brought my jaws, I was in therapy for a good two, two and a half years after that. Really? Yeah. Did that help? Yeah. I went to, I went to therapy every Thursday, every Thursday morning. That's awesome. I worked third shift at a gas station at the time after that. Actually with my best friend, after I said I was going to her house after this, Mm -hmm. um, me and her worked together third shift at a gas station in Manchester and my therapist was right next door to my work so oh, it was pretty convenient so I started cool. her yeah my therapist actually was from Jackson County she was around she was well she was well she's probably in her 30s now I'd say like early 30s maybe 31-ish yeah. now but she was like my, I'm 27 now she was around 27, 28 when she yeah. first started uh, doing yeah. that stuff and well it's good that it helped yeah I went to therapy a lot when I was little. Well, not a lot, but I went to a couple. And uh, I remember this guy I went to. He was a bodybuilder. He was, like, in his 60s, but he was, like, built like Hulk. He was a huge dude. And he prescribed me a journal to to write in. And that's what I did ever since. And that was when I was 12, 13-year-old. Really? Yeah. 
He said, get your thoughts on paper. He said, just whatever, how, however demented, sick, and twisted that your thoughts are, get them on paper. Write them down. Yeah, write them down. He said, have some type of release for them. Yeah. I used to, I used to repeatedly write on a piece of paper, I do not miss him. I do not miss him. I do not miss really? him. Really? Yeah. What about yeah. That? Yeah. It's wild. It's crazy. It's just. Yeah, do what you gotta do sometimes. Heck yeah, you do. I had to fight myself to keep from going back to him, but I, I won't lie. They, that was at one point in time. My mom didn't. I did go back. And to my him? Mom, yeah, and my okay. mom didn't know about it. Oh. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy. She was pissed off when she found out. I'd say. Oh God. I'd say. That woman was madder than hell. I'd say she was. Oh, God. <laughs> I come home, though. I was like, all right, I can't do this anymore. It didn't last very long, but I was like, I can't do this to myself. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not doing this because I know how this ends. How do you think it would have ended? Bad. Really, really bad? Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't no going back after all that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There wasn't. There wasn't no saving the friendship. There wasn't no... Oh, yeah. Nothing. I know when your mom uh, messaged me and told me about you wanting to come on and, and talk, I told her, I was like, immediately, yes. You tell her, yes. And then I actually messaged you. Yeah. And uh, But your mom was telling me a little bit about it. And I think I told her, you know, just tell me the minimal amount, you know. But she told me some things, and I was blown away just by what she told me. Yeah. And you've told it today, too. So, uh, that's some my dad, uh, my dad was alive. My dad was out to kill him. Oh, I'd say so. Yeah, my dad passed away last last November. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and let's say dad, daddy told me a few stories of when he had him hemmed up, and he wouldn't even get out of his truck. Yeah. But yeah. My dad was sixty. My dad was in his sixties, so yeah. he would probably just shot him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He'd have probably just ended him. He just ended him and went to jail for the rest yeah. of his life. Cause Them old school men, they don't care. They'll just shoot you. Yeah, because I'm, I was, I'm his baby girl, literally. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm his baby. I'm his, like, he has me, uh, my sister, and my brother. Yeah. And, uh, which my sister's half. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. But yeah. I'm the youngest, so I was yeah. the baby baby. That's the way them OGs are. They won't waste a breath on you. Nope. They'll just bust a cap in you and leave you laying. That's how it was. You know? And if it was still like that, people wouldn't act so stupid, I feel like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My dad was one crazy motherfucker. If, if you ask anybody about Thunder Chicken, they know who you're talking about. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Thunder Chicken? Thunder Chicken. Wow. That was his CB handle. He oh, okay. Told, yeah. Thunder Chicken. Thunder Chicken. Oh, man. Yeah. That's a wild handle. Yeah. Thunder Chicken. That's a cool handle. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great... He was awesome. I yeah. love my daddy. Oh, he was amazing. Yeah. That's good stuff. Well, listen, Kelsey... If there ain't nothing else on your mind. I don't think so. We can keep going. I don't think so. There ain't so. no time limit on this. I really appreciate you coming. Uh, it's meant a lot to me to, to have you come on. Uh, 
I know it would mean a lot, a lot to a lot of people out there listening to it, whether they're going through it again or, or whether they're going through it themselves or not, you know, they will get a whole lot out of this because hearing hard luck stories and stuff like this from people kind of puts things in perspective for people that has other things going on in their life. Yeah. You know, it can always be worse. You know, I know there's things in my life going on that I put think is so bad you know and then i'll hear somebody else's story and i'm like god my what am i complaining about you know so it helps in that way too obviously but yeah thank you for coming on and uh you're welcome back anytime and i guess that's all we got (laughs) (laughs) and uh i appreciate everybody listening to the podcast uh this is the second episode video episode of what's up world still working out some kinks with it and stuff uh the audio is the settings on this mixer i don't know what it is it's totally different when you're doing video versus audio so i'm still working that out everybody hang with me bear with me and stay patient but uh this will be the second video episode of what's up world i'm excited about it and nervous too (laughs) (laughs) so But, yeah, uh, thank everybody for watching, and uh, we'll see you next time. Have a good one.